games. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new genres, to seek out new games and new consoles, to boldly talk about what everyone has talked about before. Great Lakes Gaming, Knights, the next generation. Daniel Allen, Nicholas Cartier, a dog named Radar. Radar. Gentlemen, and welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games and about the next generation of consoles released this week by Sony and Microsoft. My name is Dan Allen, and I'm joined today by the one and only Nicholas Cartier. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, Connor. Yeah, no, it's, it's worth it. It's been... 33 days since we last broadcast video game casual conversation to the masses. When I say the masses, I mean, you know who you are. Yeah. The What's like a group of people, but the mins, you know what I mean? The masses. You guys. Cartier, a big week this week. Uh, <laughs> a big week for Microsoft and Sony. Did you hear about all that? Did you hear about all the good stuff happening? Hey there, Lit Mittens. I don't know, something like that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. <laughs> hey there, sweet little mitten boys. Hit the subscribe button to be with Lit Mitten today. Yeah. We cannot verify there's 100% a subscribe button on whatever you're listening to. I mean. um, but we're back. Back to talk about video games, what we've been playing, about all the news, Cartier. Not all the news, but some of the news. Um, it is, do you know the date? Sunday. Well, looks like today is uh, Sunday, November 15th. And it's a beautiful, windy Michigan it's night. very windy night. night. They're like, there's this little graphic that they showed on the Weather Channel, and it's like uh, the trash can test. I don't watch local news enough to know that this existed, but there's like four, there's like four levels. It's like, your can ain't moving. It's like, your can's going to be knocked over. That's level two. Uh, number three, can... Might be in the road. Makes sense. It could be pushing the road. Five. Like the final, the fourth and final phase. Can is in the neighbor's yard. You know what? So this morning, <laughs> I, I think I might have watched the same thing that you watched. Because the... it was in the neighbor's yard. It was, was level it? four. 
Ah. Uh, was it a was it a man who was saying this? Was I it think like so. a, a younger gentleman? I think a younger gentleman who kind of talks like this. I think it was Channel Four. Channel that Four. But then again, there was football. Maybe it was two. I doubt it. I don't know. I don't know but yeah, there's mine, definitely... mine was on whatever Fox Network Mom had on this morning. It was so windy today. I might watch it last night too. It was so windy today that there was different phases. They're like, "Hey, you okay in the morning and at night?" And they gave the miles per hour. It's like, you know, just like 15 to 30 miles per hour. Yeah. It was like 50 in the middle of the day. I didn't go outside that much in the middle of the day. Dude, no. There was like a minute today where it was just like, it was raining. And then it was just like, tropical storm for a second. I'm just yeah. like, what is, yeah. what's going on? Uh, we here at the Great Lakes Game Podcast did just acquire another dog, for sure, named Radar. So, yeah, took him out this morning and it was rainy. And I mean, Olivia did. <laughs> Because you didn't, you didn't check your radar before you went up. <laughs> but seriously, I melt in the rain. He's drinking water. I melt in the rain. Uh, but this this week on the podcast, it's for sure been windy outside. But the action's so hot inside. I don't know if that's true. Uh, big things. Cartier, we're going to do it a little differently this week. Uh, per the request of... Um, some very close and personal people to the podcast. Uh, yeah. We're going to start with news, and then we're going to finish with this week in gaming, this month in gaming, what we've been playing recently. And I've got a doozy, Cartier. I got because I lied. I said I was going to play something on Halloween, and I did play something completely, but it wasn't fucking amnesia. What will it be? Who knows, Cartier? Let's start with the news, though. The Nightly Video Game Forecast. Nights. Nights. Brought to you by Tuffy. Oh, man, that's not true. Oof. I love those jokes, but it's just like, it feels bad. Brought to you by Olga's Kitchen. Brought to you by The Last Murray's in Michigan. <laughs> like the Avatar. <laughs> then the potholes attacked. So there's a lot of news, Cartier. Uh, statistically, we actually put out like a podcast or two since this first bit of news, but we have to talk about it. Todd Howard demands that we talk about it. It's like, I think it's like two podcasts ago we like hinted towards it. Yeah. <laughs> this and then like, there, was an in, there was an intro in one of them where it was like, and we're going to talk about this. And then we talked about the last weeks in gaming. Yeah, we casually talked about how we can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> We have to. It's it's November. It's November. It's halfway through November. Yeah. No. I think maybe at the end of September. Um, big announcement. Microsoft bought not just Bethesda, but um, man, I was on top of this news a month and a half ago. But the entirety of the Bethesda Softworks, the people working on the actual games, but also the publishing arm, the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, altogether, Cartier, uh, Microsoft buying Zenimax. Uh, Zenimax itself, that's like the publishing. Zenimax has eight game studios itself. So they just acquired eight. I think that puts them to like 20 overall. I think that they had 12 themselves. So it shows you like kind of impact. They're saying $7.5 billion was this purchase, 2,300 employees. And we don't got to talk about it too much, but I want to tell you which studios Microsoft now owns. Are you down with that? Yeah. Okay, we don't got to indulge too much, I mean, but Todd Howard would want us to at least acknowledge. They get Bethesda. Have you heard of Bethesda? <laughs> Bethesda Softworks known for, hey, Elder Scrolls, uh, Fallout 2 and Forward, and a popular upcoming hit Starfield. 
Can't wait for that. They officially get id Software. Now, I think Microsoft already had publishing rights to id, but now they got the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Um, id Software, most notably Doom, but also Quake, Rage, um, and at a time Wolfenstein. But Wolfenstein at this point is Machine Games, which is also under that, so they got Machine Games also. At this point, I believe it was just Machine Games doing Wolfenstein with help from id. Speaking of helpful fucking side studios that are always helping Bethesda make those games a little bit better, even if they're not officially working on them, Arcane, which is Prey, Dishonored. Uh, so that's interesting. Maybe maybe we're actually going to see another thing in the Dishonored series. Yeah. Tango Gameworks, maybe the most exciting one, Cartier. Evil Within. Uh, whoa, I wrote Ghostwife. <laughs> oh, Ghostwire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You within you within two Ghostwire, uh, Mikami. They get the, they get that whole thing. Um, Alpha Dog is another studio they get. Mobile games. Nothing worth noting. Uh, Roundhouse Studios, which used to be Human Head Studios, which put out the uh, not well received Quiet Man. Remember the FMV brawler? Yeah. 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 Um, they also put out Defiance. Fuck, you remember Defiance for PS3? Like. Uh, no. uh, yes, it's out there. But also, um, they I think they at one point owned the IP to Rune, if you're familiar with I've heard no- of it. novel or sci-fi movie starring Sting. Music Sting, not wrestling Sting. Oh, I wish, though, so, fuck. Uh, it Boat Stings? Boat Stings. It's like a Fight Club version of it. But something else happened with Rune recently where I'm like, oh, I, I guess it's not that simple. So I can't even speak on the Rune thing. But, uh... Deathloop and Ghostwire uh, Tokyo will honor the exclusivity to Sony, um, the timed exclusivity that deals already allegedly in place, and all Bethesda Zenimax games confirmed coming to Game Pass. So that's pretty big as far as the whole... Well, I know back when we wanted to talk about it, one of the big talking points that we did want to have was uh, were we going to see exclusive like Elder Scroll games and mm-hmm. like whatnot on the Xbox... But then there's also been tweets since then. That's been a lot like, of subtle talk. Yeah, you know, Todd Howard, when he's like, it's it's hard to imagine not mm-hmm. taking money from other people. He didn't word <laughs> it like that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. You're right. If we, if, and speaking of the lovers, Spencer and Howard, I mean that in a very positive way. The friendship is blooming. Yeah. Uh, the, the love is real. If I could paraphrase and wrongly quote Phil Spencer about it, it would be something <laughs> along the lines of, it's like, listen. He's like, I don't think that... I, I don't think that we're going to put out Elder Scrolls in a way where it can't reach the most people. But we could. Yeah. <laughs> like, legit. <laughs> legit. <laughs> it was like, but, I mean... <laughs> so, I, you know, so, Sony's sitting back there, they're just uh, kind of sweating a little bit, Nintendo's just like, we're friends, you know? Mm-hmm. We're buddies. Yes. <laughs> It'll be fine. Complete Skyrim. So, uh, the questions I had on here also... Do you think, well, what's your official guess, if you had to guess with all the weird subtle talk, Elder Scrolls Six? does it come out on PS5 at the same time that it comes out on on Xbox? Hmm, so I think they're going to come out at the same time, but it would be a smart move for it to come out a week before on the Xbox, mm-hmm. because... For sure. Yeah. I'd heard a few things... Um, from the internet, but also Roger specifically, his angle was put it on Game Pass 
and still put it out on PlayStation at the same time, but it'll notably be, you know, the $70 and not the Game Pass, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes, you can play it on, well, I guess PC, still Microsoft. Yes, you can play on, you know, PlayStation 5, but it's going to be a full-price game. Yeah. And that's how they, like, maybe will make up some of that loss from Game Pass. It's hard to know exactly. I never want to fully speak about how good or bad an idea Game Pass is for Microsoft, because I know what they're doing, and I gotta believe it's working for them to keep going this hard at it. Yeah. But, uh, it's kind of like, not to make it about wrestling, it's kind of like when wrestling went from, WWE went from $60 pay-per-views 12 to 16 times a year to, uh, a $10 subscription service. And it's like, I don't know if the money adds up. But then again, subscription service is taken off. I just like to talk about wrestling sometimes, Cartier. Won't be the last time today. <laughs> Elder Scrolls. <laughs> uh, you think will come out at the same time. Roger said he thinks same time at Game Pass. I'll be the one to say it. Timed exclusivity. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a smart way for them to go. And what if it was... I gotta think it'll be on Game Pass the whole time, but what if it was six months... And when it goes to the other places, when it goes to Sony, when it goes to PlayStation, that's when it hits Game Pass. Mm. You know what I mean? I think six months is a long time. It is. It is. But it's kind of, it's one of the shorter exclusivities. You know what I mean? I think I read one weird, like, PC 90-day one the other day. But, like, six months is a long time. We'll see. We'll see about that one. Um, New Vegas 2, Cartier. Oh, because they own both of them. Oblivion and uh, and Bethesda, now owned by Microsoft Studios. Not Microsoft Studios. Now owned by the big old conglomerate known as Microsoft. I gotta think no. <laughs> I don't really think it's gonna happen. Everyone, like, maybe it'll be easier to work out rights for a remaster, if that's even a bump in the road. Yeah. But I can't see Oblivion... Oblivion... I'm sorry. I can't see Obsidian wanting to work on um, wanting to work on that when they're doing their own thing. Yeah. You know I mean, especially when they revealed the, <laughs> the Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Uh, kind of weird that both of them are mixed off now. Oh man. Can't really stick it to the man or take those cheap shots anymore, and have it have the same oomph. You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. Uh, will we finally get a finished game from Bethesda now? Will no. games take longer to come out because Microsoft makes them finish them? That's a, a meme that I saw in the very beginning. I don't think so. Still buggy. <laughs> still still the old razzmatazz that you get with Bethesda. <coughs> well, Cartier, that's one of the biggest things that happened. I gotta also briefly mention, even though not, not me or you has currently achieved a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. First of all, that's an outlandish claim. Second of all, who are you getting that information from? D- did you achieve? No, I thought about it though. <laughs> I just about it. I went to go buy a controller, and I was like, I had enough money on me to where I was like, hey, if they have a console, I could probably just buy a new console. You had me going, Cartier. We I was mean, rolling. It's an assumption. It was. I really, I didn't talk about that before with you. I figured you would have brought that up in the pre-podcast conversation. I try to talk as little video game as before a video game podcast, unless we know Catan is happening. Oh, God. Seafarer's edition. But, yeah, Cartier. Um, while me or you, many... 
many friends of the podcast also have had a, a pretty tough time coming across one. Industry insider Roger Riot obviously has acquired a PlayStation 5, but it is still in the box for reasons oh, of... He hasn't, he hasn't sold it yet? He's got life decisions to make. I think he's <laughs> testing the waters. Is he seeing how much they're selling for it so far? Haven't talked to him in a day or two, so <laughs> maybe the market's opened. But yeah, he's waiting to see... I believe the official word was... Well, I don't, I don't want to put his business out there, but... I think he's trying to double down on Don, for sure. He's trying, <laughs> Double or nothing is essentially what he's going for. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, he, it's not like he pre-ordered two. He pre-ordered one because he wanted one, but he's also very aware that it's a pandemic. See. <laughs> we could use some money. So, are, are we are we officially talking about new consoles now? Yes, we're officially... Okay. I didn't... I, it wasn't a great intro, I'm sorry, but yes. November 10th, the Xbox dropped, and November 12th, the new PlayStation is dropped. Nice. It's real. I saw a meme that was um, <laughs> someone with the new Xbox, the Xbox Series X, I believe it is. Okay. And they uh, they said it's a very nice GameCube holder. Oh, it does look like <laughs> they, put, they put a GameCube right on top of it and like fits like perfectly. Like vent- it's like flush. Are the vents on top? Uh, I'm not sure. Ooh, but maybe there's a little little room there with the the GameCube. I don't know if it's got knobs on them. It does look like it's the perfect size. Yeah, no, it's like I was looking at it, and from what the picture looked like, it looks like that's probably like the dimension of like it looks like maybe like two of them stacked together would probably be that, or like two and like a little bit more. Yeah. So good. <sighs> yeah, Cartier, uh, do you have a... Uh, no no pressure, obviously. I'll even start, but I don't know if you've thought about timeline, about when you want to dip in, how long you're going to wait, how much wiggle room you have as far as something we're going to talk about in a second, which is what's upcoming for you. You know what I mean? That's, that's one thing, not just with how hard it is to get, but just with, you know... Everyone right now, money-wise, it's like, what's the best time for me? Yeah. Some people, it's no question, obviously. A lot of people listen to this already have it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know timeline-wise, for me, because of the games I'm looking forward to, I'm not really in a rush, and you know I am... I hate seeing people post about it online, but I also agree, where I'm just like, I kind of... Like, I do kind of think, like, the first six months to a year, it's not like it. those consoles are trash. It's just interesting to see all the problems pop up. Yeah. And then make a... Oh, yeah, it happens every time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because there are some generations where that really mattered. I think the, watching other people's 360s taught me that. Yeah, you know I, got, I went through two of them, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I'm, uh, I'm not in that much of a rush to get it. If I did get it, it would be something nice. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a nice thing to have. You Luckily, you have the Series X, right? Or you have the... You have, I have, a, Series X, I have, have a One X. So, something we'll also talk about a little later. I know you said there are already some new offerings for you, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, just in general. Well, so per, we can... The we Microsoft can, family. I, I don't want to go too deep into it, but they did add in more of the... Uh, I think they... I don't know if it's the whole collection that you get for, like, EA Play or whatever, but there are, like, a, in Game Pass, there's, like, EA Play games in Game Pass, wow. so it's like, you know, I could download Skate if mm-hmm. I want to. I can download... Like, they have, like, fucking, like, six different Madden games on there. Yeah. So I don't know what all they added to the collection of that, but like they they do exist on Game Pass, which is really neat. And I think that was a, what they wanted to do to get the most games to people the fastest when they get these new consoles. Because mm-hmm. like yeah. obviously like what what exclusives have came out since like the like not exclu- like what games have like dropped that have like had like a big you know, because a- it's only been like a, like few days since like the and new I don't even know if that Call of Duty's out yet, right? I think I think that might be one that just dropped. I know that's one of the big, especially uh, 
for like Microsoft. I don't know. I think Valhalla just dropped right on the twelfth. Also, maybe because it's a few third party games for Microsoft. I know where I'm like this is here. Yeah. Like this is this is beefy. Valhalla. Oh, I think Miles Morales came out too, didn't it? Right. PlayStation for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. PlayStation's got a few, right? Uh, Miles Morales. I think that I misunderstood that I thought they were dropping Ratchet and Clank um, uh, at launch, but they're not. It's, it's coming out a little later, apparently. Yeah. But then again, it's the same people making Miles Morales, so calm down. Yeah. Calm down, everyone. But no, that being said, like I'm not in a super rush to get one of the new consoles, but like if, it, if I happen upon you know one at some point... Mm-hmm. And I see it, and the feeling's right, and fucking, like, the moon is at, like, waning. It's not waxing. Waxing. And, uh, you know, depends depend, Depends what stones I'm wearing. Depends. Oh, yeah. You know, it depends how fast, like, it's too windy outside to buy a PlayStation 5 right now. <laughs> I want to, one of the things that helps, is, like, helps me make my decision thus far is, I do want to talk about, in this coming generation, announced, unannounced, whatever stage... I want to know what you're looking forward to most and what you're looking forward to least. And I want to give my most first to you because it involves, we were just like, oh, you know, what has come out. And, like, I didn't say this because it's what I'm about to say for this, which is, in case anyone at home is screaming, probably not, but Yakuza Like a Dragon. Luckily, is coming out for PS5. This is luckily. But it's coming out for PS5 next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um... In Japan, it was out on the PS4 last year. It is out on the Xbox at launch, and it is on PS4 the day the Xbox launched, so it's on the 12th. So, luckily for me, of the things I'm looking forward to this generation, as far as the one that just dropped, Yakuza, which kind of feels like a cop-out, because it's already dropped, but I can play that on the PS4, and I know it's one that was designed for the PS4, too. So yeah. It's not like... It's going to have a hard time. It might have a hard time running, but who knows. It's the Pro. Hopefully, you'll be okay. I'm hoping that the PS4 Pro helps me ease through some of those games that are going to have a hard time on the base PS4 that will release for both. Yeah. But Yakuza is one I was looking forward to for a long time, man. And and it's out now. Um, and I can play it on PS4, so that's one of the things that stops me from immediately jumping in. Um But that one's already out, so I gotta say for real, Cyberpunk Cartier. Which, once again, Cyberpunk, even though we don't know, is it out in December, is it out in whatever. It's funny that the ones I'm looking forward to are really close. I think it just says something for things going after. I hear Keita Takahashi is working on Unknown Project, but I can't get excited for something without a name. Wadham 2, question mark. Uh, but yeah, Cyberpunk being the other one, as far as we know now, it's still coming out on PS4. They're like, oh, it's gonna have a hard time running on the base one. I'm like... Hope, hopefully the pro <laughs> carries me through that. But that's my most. What are you looking forward to most uh, that hmm. that you know about for this generation? Honestly, I don't even just, know, man. Or it's like hoping. I'm like not excited for anything really. Which like there's no there until Nintendo's like, hey, fucking Pokemon game coming out. Like that's probably the next time I'll be excited about a video game. Which might say something about the launch. But also, you can play Miles Morales. I know you played Spider Man, enjoyed it. Yeah. As soon as you're ready to play Miles Morales, you can play on the PS4, right? Yeah, exactly. So, which I mean, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. That's why I'm like not in like a super big rush because like, you know what? What games do I play on the normal? Mm-hmm. Apex. Right? I play. I play Apex. Yeah, yeah. 
Which, when you have a, a five, it'll be cool to play on it. But it'll be cool to play on it, but I mean, is it going to be any different? Is it a reason to rush? No, to, not at all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No. You know, yeah. it's I I don't I don't I don't know. It's there's like certain games like pretty much it's just Pokemon games. Honestly, it's like. You know, when they were like, hey, 3D Pokemon game is coming out, that's when I'm like, I guess I'm buying a 3DS, you know? Is Bought it... a Switch because I knew eventually they were going to have to put a Pokemon game on it, but I also wanted to play Breath of the Wild. I wasn't so, even... That's really how it's been. I wasn't even thinking about Switch games, but honestly, your most anticipated might not be on either of those, and it yeah. might be even Snap It's two, whatever Snap upcoming, two. yeah, no, well, I mean, that's coming, but I, I'm pretty sure we're getting a main title next year. Okay. I just don't know if it's going to be like a like fourth gen remake or... A sword, sword and shield two, or whatever fucking direction they want to go with. Yeah, because like there used to be trends, but they don't really follow the trends anymore. You know, they don't really do the third copy. Mm. God, man. You know, yeah. they tried. They tried sequels. They did remakes after that. You know, this one. What are they gonna do? Bug snacks. <laughs> Bug snacks clone. Bug snacks came out. Her is doing pretty well. <laughs> Separate note. But uh, Dan, what is the uh, what is the least thing you're looking forward to? Least anticipated yeah. upcoming game. This one I didn't think out uh, as strongly. Um, I have a little bit of like I can't find myself super concerned about Elder Scrolls, but the idea that Obsidian's games could also maybe be exclusive moving forward that, that upsets me a little bit more. Uh, yeah. It's not like I'm not looking forward to the things, but <sighs> I'm not looking forward to Hellblade being, uh, I hope Hellblade's on PC and there's a way I can figure out to play it, you know? Well, so what I imagine is a lot of those, uh, Xbox companies that are going to, I'm pretty sure whenever, whatever exclusives that are going to the new Xbox are going to be coming out on the computer. I'm pretty sure that's, right. that's a thing that they're doing. I think I heard that too, yeah. Where it's yeah. like... Trying to make everything come out on PC the same day now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Because Microsoft's got their hand in computers. So deep, yeah. Some say it might be the thing they're known for. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is going to sound so fucking bitter. Now we're on Switch to... I'm, not, I'm kind of not looking forward to Breath of the Wild 2. I'm not looking forward to like... Yo, it's just like... I, it's like, calm down, everyone. Like, I wish that people... People loved God of War. I wish people would have kept talking about God of War for as long. Like, it's just... Zelda hits people differently. Mario's the same way, but I think people are more jaded for Mario. Well, it's wild, because, like... Breath Zelda, of the Wild. Breath of the Wild went from being a single game to a fucking trilogy in, like, the matter of, like, a month. <laughs> Is it a trilogy now? Well, because it's got Breath of the Wild 2, oh, the and then it's got the uh, Age of Calamity fucking... That's cool, yeah. Hyrule Warriors, which is, like... You played the first Hyrule Warriors a little bit, right? Uh, no. Oh, I Fire Emblem Warriors. I, I played Fire Emblem Warriors. Right, right. It was fine. It was but I might, get, I might pick up Hyrule Warriors. I don't, I don't think it's dropped yet. It might have already dropped, but... Mm -hmm. I mean, it looks interesting. Well, this will be the second Hyrule Warriors, right? Yeah. yeah but okay. the... See, like, the story and everything for it was made... By fucking insert whatever the fuck the motherfucker's name who came out with the story for Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what is the canon of this game? What if I said Matsuda? Maybe Masuda? I don't know. Or if that's, not Mas I don't not that's true. It's Ishihara. I don't know. All, all these names, name. I'm like, yeah. are, you, are you Game Freak or are you Nintendo? You're so close, like, second party. Yeah. Bullshit. 
The thing that I'm not looking forward to the most mm-hmm. is Cyberpunk, man. I, Cyberpunk I, I is knew. the white dragon of the gaming community, <laughs> you know? It's coming out, it's getting close, it's not coming out. It's pushed farther back. It is a white dragon. There was a South Park episode about this game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, there's like... And there's a lot of... Uh, it's going to be fine. This is how I say this. Yeah, I think Cyberpunk's going to be good. Um... It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fine. As I'm not like a Witcher guy either. <laughs> Anthem. I heard Anthem's running really good on the PS5 cartier. I know. What? That's what I heard. I heard. Sick. That, I heard they got new thing. Yeah, hopefully, fucking what is it? Bioware. The, the resurrection. You know. I don't know who's taking care of that at this point. I'm just saying, for like a game, they're like, this is gonna be a ten year game. They're on like year two, and like it's really like. <laughs> yeah. Very beta. Mm. <laughs> Oh, man, what were we talking about before Anthem? I got distracted. Fucking Anthem. Oh, man. Cyberpunk? Yeah. So Because there's, there's so much... The there's, same. Let me tell you about... Cyberpunk's probably going to review really well, too. Let me say of that course, right now. Of course, it's going to review is. really well, but with that being said, the amount of pushback... Let me, ri- let me list a casual amount of reasons there's pushback. Fucking CD Projekt Red has said dumb shit in the past on Twitter. Yeah. Look into that if you would like to. Uh... But people don't forget that shit, and they still push back on it. Some people are just, like, really split for fucking, like, uh, the Witcher 3 year, because it's like, I don't know if it's Elder Scrolls or Bloodborne or something else, as far as, like... But Witcher 3 was very heralded during its time. I don't know if you remember this, Cartier. Yeah. So it's like, there's pushback for just being, Witcher 3 being so successful. I'll stand by that. Because uh, it's like, oh, it's so influential, and everyone that pushes against that because they hate it. I understand. Hulk Hogan. He was a motherfucker before he was, and we knew he was racist. It's fine. What I'm getting at, Cartier, there's also uses of like LGBTQ stuff in the new cyberpunk that some people think is like, some people think it's daring, some people think it's controversial because you shouldn't. They're trying to create a dystopian society, you know, where there's things we know about like gangs that are fucking beating people to death on the streets, protecting sex workers, but there's also like. Uh, trans people in ads being, like, overly sexualized and, like, and, like, the thing is, like, that's, they're trying to do that on purpose, too, and, you know, it's, like, how people, how that lands with people. There's a million, and then there's the actual people that are fans of CD Projekt Red, and this is where I would like to continue the pushback. How much pushback from actual CD Projekt Red fans that we've seen, now that we got the fourth delay or the third delay, is... Brutal. Obviously, on Twitter, everyone's a motherfucker. So if you're like, hey, can I just get people on Twitter that like CD Projekt Red and will be vocal about the negativity? <laughs> if we took just those people, yeah, it's pretty rough. And it's like, it, it's rough when it reads that those are the fans, too. They're angry because they took days off work. Uh, not unlike industry insider Roger Riott <laughs> used to do before he was an industry insider. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, like, taking full days off work, and then this game got delayed, and then it's like, I took these days off work. It's okay to be upset about that. It's like, I'm going to fucking burn your house down. That's not okay. <laughs> pump, yeah. pump the brakes. Uh, death threats, anger. Game delays happen in 2020 of all years. Especially for that game. Be understanding. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like it's the first time, like... Game's going to be fucking great. The no, it's, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It'll, it'll be all right. It'll be just fine. <laughs> Run the Jewels dropped a soundtrack song this week, the day that it was supposed to come out. 
But yeah, man, there's just so much working against Cyberpunk, man. And then there's, like, Cartier. You have completely different reasons for not being into it, you know what I mean? Like, there's a million reasons. Not, you, you've been turned off since maybe even before Keanu Reeves. But as soon as you saw a big celebrity likeness, I know... Yeah, no, that's when everything went downhill. I remember some people being turned off when it was first person. Played a shit ton of uh, Fallen Order. Yeah. And then, like, when I, like, finally, like, looked into it, I'm like, oh, I like it. They, it, uh, it is those actors, like, haven't played a lot of it. I don't know, it just takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. have, um... Not Forrest Whitaker. They have that one guy early in the story, I remember. He's in... No, they have Forrest Whitaker in there. Is that Forrest Whitaker? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Dude, it's like I'm playing the game and I'm like... The, when he shows up too, is like it's you're pretty much in one of those fucking ATATs, right? And you're going through the forest oh, and you're I've shooting seen the this other part, ATATs. Yes. And then he just like swoops on the fucking windshield that you're looking at and it's just like, it's fucking Forrest Whitaker. And it's just like, it's things like that that just fucking like takes me out. <laughs> You know, just take t- it's a, it really just takes me out of the immersion, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The immersion has been broken. Forrest Whitaker landing on that ETAT in the beginning of that is a lot like the beginning of Hat in Time for Hat in Time fans <laughs> when a mafia guy from Mafia Town lands on your ship's space glass and is like, You have to pay the mafia debt for being in mafia space. And you're a powerful time traveler, so you're like, What? And then they break the glass and fuck, it's a spaceship, so he fucks everything up. Yeah. And then you got, the timepieces go flying this week in gaming. Uh, so, yeah, Cartier. So you're least looking forward to Cyberpunk, most looking forward to potentially new Pokemon game on Switch. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever talk about Switch 2 until we get official word on it. I mean, it's Because we like, could have been talking about it for, we probably mentioned it like a year and a half ago. Switch 2, Switch Pro, yeah. you know. Switch Blade. Switch Lite. There's, like, in the first ten episodes of this podcast, in, like, 2018, we said the word Switchblade. Like, we've already done the Switchblade as the Switch Pro thing. Like, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it'll um, come eventually. It's, uh, I was just looking at, uh, the title of an article that I didn't read that was talking about how they think, uh, the Switch is going to outlive previous consoles. Which <laughs> is, like, when you think about previous consoles, like, I mean... Not hard to outlive the Wii U. Yeah, I think they're gonna try and make it a gen and a half because they had this the stutter step in this gen. Yeah, I think they're gonna like ride it out. Maybe hit a pro. I could see them not hitting a pro. Maybe putting out better controllers even. Switch XL. Better. Switch. <laughs> right. What's the um? Is that what's the one that's already out? The Switch Lite. Switch Lite. Yeah. yeah. Switch XL. Stop reading that leak. No, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds right. Uh, yeah, I still don't know what I'm looking forward to least Cartier. Maybe exclusivity things when I kind of thought... Not that I thought it was going to end, but Microsoft seemed to be fucking... It's funny we were questioning Microsoft. They seemed to be, like, pumping the brakes on exclusivity shit. And Sony was looking like the villain in the beginning of this year when they started to talk about what was going to happen. Yeah. And now we're all worried about whether Microsoft... The good guy move would be to put all that shit out there. Well, I mean, that's make pr- your money. Maybe, maybe that's why they were like pumping the brake on it because, like, they, they, I mean, they probably knew what they were up to. Mm-hmm. They knew what they wanted to do. Sales take. So time. they're like, you know, trying to not get everybody into like a false sense of security mm-hmm. and like have it be a facade. But maybe they're just like, hey, like, we're going to be doing this thing in like six months. We just want to let you know that, like, mm-hmm. pump. <laughs> <laughs> Right, not since like I think Hellblade might have said only on Xbox, but I mean, but you know, that's fine. It, it really is. 
I ain't for mine for me. I don't know. I'm probably um, least looking forward to whatever the next WWE game is <laughs> because they might not have one. That leads me to the final bit of news, Cartier. A lot of games have been announced, but it's worth mentioning because I love to mention news that's relative to my interests. In America, the second biggest wrestling promotion is called All Elite Wrestling. You know this. Kenny Omega. Uh, questionable people like fucking Chris Jericho. Uh, some great people in there. Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks. This wrestling promotion is brand new. It's about a year old. But a lot of these motherfuckers love video games. Just the kind of generation it is. Uh, a man named Tony Khan. Got a lot of money. Partial owner of the Jaguars with his papa partial owners of Fulham FC, which is, uh, soccer. It is football. Cartier, they finally put out a teaser. They're like, hey, we have an, an AEW games announcement. Because they've been talking about, hey, of course we want a game. Yeah. Like, from the beginning. Now that we're doing big business, we would love to have a game. They have a, a referee everyone loves that they pulled from the indies. She'd been refereeing for three years. Before that, she was a project manager for, like, a few different mobile games and whatever, but they have a love member of the staff who's already part of it. Uh, like, oh yeah, we're working on a game, can't talk too much about it. Finally, we got the announcement. It's worth checking out. Check out AEW Games if you want to see four people dressed like Steve Jobs. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny, honestly. It's like a... It wasn't as ridiculous as Devolver. It was definitely, like, tongue-in-cheek. It's comparable to, like, uh, Being the Elite, which is a YouTube series Omega and the Bucks have. Moral of the story is this. We got three announcements from it. We got... I'll start with the least exciting. We got... Uh, I think it's called Elite GM, which is essentially, like, kind of a mix of the soccer GM games, where it's like, oh, GM, mixed with, like, the modern Mania Wrestling, 80s uh, wrestling stuff, where it's like, you be the booker. Yeah. That's a mobile game. That's coming. At the very end, they revealed an unexpected second mobile game coming in the winter, that looks like it's casino based because they're you know they like all all out double or nothing. It's like the double or nothing casino. They're putting out a casino app. That's the most questionable one. Uh, we'll, have see, <laughs> we'll have to see what the fuck that even is about. I'll probably play all three of these games. And the third one is something they actually showed gameplay footage of, really early gameplay footage of. Um, and it's the actual console game. There isn't a name for it yet. Uh. We saw fully rendered, or I'm sorry, in this form, fully rendered Hikaru Shida and Kenny Omega, kind of implying that you're going to get intergender wrestling, which is something that you don't even see a lot of on uh, All Elite. In fact, they don't do it. Uh, but that was interesting if you do it within the game. Shida looked good, Omega looked good. A lot of people said... Uh, funny thing about Cartier, the funny thing about wrestling that doesn't exist for like the NBA, I wish there was two big leagues for the NBA and, like, they just shit on each other. Like, I hope basketball play, like fans could rise above if there was two American big basketball companies and they'd be like, I just love basketball. Wrestling's not like that. People pick sides and they fucking shit on you on the internet. So everyone hopping on the anti-AEW bandwagon is like, looks like a PS3 game. It's really early footage. Uh, I also don't think they're trying to go as realistic as maybe the 2Ks have gone, WWE 2Ks, but the biggest news from this the most exciting news from this is it does look like it's 
looks nothing like No Mercy, but is going to be fucking No Mercy inspired, arcade style inspired. People are wondering who's going to make it. Since Ukes left the 2K stuff, people are like, Ukes? Because they're responsible for some of the worst and best wrestling games of our life. And it's not just Ukes, it's Ukes, it's AKI, and it's, they got the director of No Mercy, Gato. (laughs) Gato-san. To be part of this project, too. I am overall excited. I understand why people are going to look at the alpha footage for anything and be like, oh, this doesn't look that great. I think it's over a year away still. Uh... They only showed two wrestlers. Like, they mentioned that they didn't show the people. They showed uh, the Young Bucks Meltzer Driver, which is, it's like Springboard, 450 Splash, Assisted Tombstone, The Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> they showed, like, essentially, like, the Create a Move version of that, where they're, like, the green screen guys doing that. Yeah. So it's really early. So I gotta say, I'm excited. <laughs> Just because I love No Mercy 2, but early on when people are like, oh, it's gonna be a No Mercy-like game, oh, I'm like... God, there's so many things No Mercy did great on the N64, uh, <laughs> but I hope we I hope we don't go super realistic, and I hope we don't fucking go throwback graphics that that hard, honestly. Yeah. And we didn't, and it's somewhere in between. We'll see what it looks like. The joke, obviously, is that it looks like WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which is pretty fucking horrifying. <laughs> I've seen those commercials, but exciting. Wrestling games are coming. Cartier updates when I got them for you. Nice. But. Nice. Nice. But that's the end of the news, Cartier. I had to get the wrestling in. I'm sorry. We did it. Uh, honestly, we did it. We did it. <laughs> oh. It's time for the longest running episodic segment in Great Lakes gaming history. The Twig. Mr. Cartier, what did you play this week, this month, recently in gaming? Well, first of all, this Week in Gaming is brought to you by the like button. Just press it. Um, no, this week though, uh, this, this month, this past couple of the games that I have been playing since the last time we talked. So Recently new... in Gaming Rigs. Rigs. <laughs> no. So, a new season of Apex has started. Six. Seven. Hmm. Seven? Possibly eight? Seven. The newest Apex season yeah. has begun. But, uh, so there's, uh, <laughs> new, new things that they added. They added a new map, which is called Olympus. And this map is, like, really, really cool. Currently the only map. Yeah. Okay, I, I think, think it's, I think it's the only it. map for, like, maybe, like, the next, like, three or four days. Wow. And then, Brandon I don't, map. I think they're bringing World's Edge back for whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, new map is, uh, it's sick, it's bright, it uh, has a lot of diversity with it, and there's also a lot of, like, walls, I guess, that you can, like, climb and then fall off the edge. And because Olympus is a city, Olympus is your ordinary city in the sky. Okay. That's cool. So the city in the clouds, you know? Is there any uh, Titanfall lore explanation to the city? So, there's, a, there, there's quite a bit. Oh, okay. But uh, pretty much it's, like, Olympus is, like... Like, the main city. Of the world? Well, it's it's like, it's, I'd say, if anything, it's like the more, the more, like, ritzy city. 
okay. You know, there's like there's like estates on there, and um, after the podcast, I can like show you like videos and shit. Yeah, but no, yeah, exactly. A Red Dead Two reference. Well, because like it's crazy. Like Titan Titanfall lore is just like crazy on its own because like a lot of these people are from Earth, you know. But this doesn't take place currently on Earth. Right? No, this is on um. Titan. What planet would it be? I think it's like it starts with a P. I think it's like Thamane or something like that. Mm, weird. <laughs> oh, like the PTH. Yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly. It's yeah. like weird. But uh, yeah, no, new map is like really cool. They added in um cars. Well, there's not cars. It's like vehicles. There's like yeah, there's vehicles. There's like maybe like six of them on the map. They're a three seater car that like you know you can just like drive around real fast. I uh. Killed Rocco inside of a pit. YouTube.com backslash LitMit Media. I, I actually love that. that clip. Trident shenanigans. Yeah. yeah if you want to check it out. The newest clip up. Uh, so and you can hear the audio of Rocco. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't hear Tyler, but uh, I gotta ask, Tyler Myers. Why did you survive? So that was the first time I've ever done that. So I expected to kill all three of us. Right. That's why well, I was Well, you expected gonna, I would, to make the jump. Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. there's a, If there's a jump, you can make it. Right, right. Not me, when I hit, like, the side of the thing and then just go straight down into yeah. the pit. So what Rocco wanted to do was he wanted to get out and try and climb up the wall to, like, save everybody. Okay. What none of us knew is that when the car does that, it blows up, you launch in the air, and then you skydive back down. So Rocco so, just committed suicide. Oh, he, did, he jumped off and made Yeah, he jumped off. Well, that's why he was so angry, because we survived and right. he died. The explosion do damage to you. And it's a... Since then, it has not been... There There have been more times that he has done that. Yeah. Where he'll get out of the car, and he's like, I thought I was going to get out. And I'm like, dude, like, stay in the car. But, like, no, the car's pretty cool. It's, um, I didn't think I was going to like it. I thought it was going more the route of, like, how, like, Call of Duty or... I don't know. It's Call of Duty even have vehicles. They have vehicles. Halo. But not not even Halo. Just, like, Call of Duty, you know, like, the other... Oh, Battlefield. Battle, battle, no, the Battle Royales. Oh, okay. So, like, you know, like, Fortnite, PUBG, PUBG mm-hmm. how they're, like... Here's the vehicles, and it totally switches everything. This kind of switches stuff. It just uh, it's easier to get around the map. That's nice. And like the map on its own is really nice because like there's no big ass fucking mountains that you can't traverse. That you have to like run around and shit. It's just like everything's like neatly connected. Nice. You know, there's like a lot of like ground level shit. There's a lot of like under the level like vents and like little areas like corridors and shit you can go to. A lot of creeping space. There's a lot of buildings that are like two, three stories that also help. That's cool. And um, there's a landmark that so pretty much what Apex does is usually they'll come out with a map and then like the next season they'll fucking destroy the map in some way or another because time has passed and humans and bullshit like that. Which is cool. But uh... So there's um one place that it's uh it's hard it's hard not to make a joke about it because it's just like a plot a plot of land and there's like buildings and shit but there's specifically two very tall buildings oh, two tall towers that and I want I want to watch them blow up the map and leave the two twin towers that would be amazing yeah right? because the what moment they standing like, like we're waiting the moment they touch the towers like. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, yeah. you can't touch the towers. Like they cannot. Don't trigger the jokes. But uh, yeah, no, they. I'm I'm fucking hopeful that they are aware that like if they do anything to those towers, right, right. 
But uh, that being said, there's a lot of... I'm still standing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, it's rough. And it's like, like, it's not even named, but like everybody like everybody I've played with, like, hey, let's go to the Twin Towers. And I'm like, you know, like... Well, are they they two identical towers? They are two fucking identical towers right next to... It's fucked. (laughs) Was there any three... Was there any three-story buildings in previous maps? There were some, but, like, these ones are, like, more intricate and just, like... I don't know. I I really like the design of it. There's a lot of places where you can fall off the map, though. Yeah. So it's, like, the map has been a wraith buff for the most part. Okay. Because, like, she makes the portals. So, like, if you, you like, jump a gap in portal and they go through the portal and drop down to fucking infinity. So, yeah, I don't know. The whole whole map on its own has just been a buff to one of, like, the strongest characters. (laughs) But speaking of characters, there is a new character. Oh. And her name is Horizon, and I fucking love her. Have I seen her? Horizon? Possibly. Maybe not. I don't think we... No, I don't think we've, like, talked at all, like, about it. There was a new, uh, like, young black chica. Is that her? Nope. No, because that that was your The Shield. Yeah, she is Scottish. Oh, she's Scottish. Yeah, she's Scottish. So the lore behind her is... Her name's uh, Horizon. Yes. Well, so check it out. She's Scottish. Her name is Horizon. Her lore is 80 years in the past before Apex Legends, back in Titanfall days and whatnot. She was working on pretty much making a quantum singularity. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to find, like, get these, like, crystals that could, like, mass produce, like... These, uh, pretty much energy, like, pretty much infinite energy, you know, shit like that. And she's working with, like, her assistants and shit and on all all of that shit. She ends up making it happen while she's working for Hammond Robotics. And then they're just okay. like, alright, so she made the, she made the infinite energy. Just leave her out there. So she gets trapped inside of, like, the gravitational rotation of a black hole that she created. Mm-hmm. And in lore, she's been in that field for, like, 300 and something days. But because of time dilation, it's been, like, 80-something years. But she, so when she's she comes, only... For her, it's only been 300? Yeah, yeah for okay. her, it's been, like, 300 days. So pretty much, like, the world... It's 80 years in the future for her. You know, her son's dead and everything. Her whole story is uh, she's a single single mom, you know, like trying to do her work. She's got one son, misses out on his whole life. She's like, I promise you. But like in a female Scottish, not like in a male Scottish way. If you could change your fate, would you? Brilliant, brilliant. But uh, no, she's cool. So her her passive ability is called Spacewalk. And pretty much like, you know, when you are playing a video game and you jump off of a surface and you lose your momentum... Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, you hit the ground. Right, right. Pretty much what happens is uh, that doesn't happen, so you just keep your momentum when you're running. Okay. So that has been, that is one good thing I like about her, is, like, I can jump off of tall things and just keep booking it instead of, like, you know, the stagger. That is good. Yeah. The Plus, mo- like, that shit into a slide, like, keeping that momentum is what it's all about. The, uh, the second thing... Okay. The, uh, the second thing that she does her tactical ability is called a gravity lift so pretty much you throw this thing down at the ground and it's like it's kind of like a beam of light but i guess it's like a beam of gravity so like gravity in a video game like distorted light or whatever but pretty much you can either use it to like jump higher or you can stand in the middle of it and it'll bring you very high into the air or cool. you can throw it underneath an enemy and then they go very high in the air and you can just like nice there's a lot of different things you can do you know you can like throw it slide into it get the momentum what can you do after 
was making sure. But, yeah, no, you can do all those things. So the gravity lift is really, really cool. I'm really enjoying it. It's very versatile. You know, you throw it down inside of a like room, and uh, when people are shooting at you, now you're on the ceiling, and people are shooting at you, and you can do like some really like fast strafing because like it's kind of like a gra- yeah, it's like a gravity thing. So like pretty much when you throw that down, like when you get close to it, it'll pull you towards the middle of it. Nice. Yeah. But then if you, like, keep holding on it, then you'll just, like, go right through it because it's not that strong. Right. That being said, her ultimates is, um, I don't remember what it's called, but she pretty much throws this robot out and he creates a big-ass black hole that sucks everyone into the middle. And it, it sucks you and your team less than, uh, like, the enemy team. Right. But pretty much my combo has been throw that down, get them sucked in there, just start throwing grenades and thermites because, you know, like, they're stuck there for, like, it's, like, hard to, like, r- wriggle out of it. How long you got, like, eight seconds of Like, about eight seconds-ish. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, like, it's not, like, not the hardest... a really long time. Yeah, if they touch them a little bit, they get a little damage. Mm-hmm. But, like, doing that, throwing thermites, so it's just, like, they're getting burns and, like, you know, you just shoot in there. Mm-hmm. She's a really good character. I'm really enjoying, the, like, her play style. Nice. So you've been, I mean, you've been utilizing her more than the last new one, you think? Yeah, no, definitely. I've played more of Horizon in, like, the week and a half that the new season's been out yeah. than I have of uh, all of them, um, whatever her name is. Right, right. I'll think about it. Mm, I'll be like, Banshee? Five, five more seconds. Ramparts. Ramparts. Yeah, got it. <laughs> that being said, though, that's pretty much it for Apex. I mean, new season, all this shit. They have, like, clubs in there now, so pretty much you can make your... It's a clan. Whoa, are you trying to plug your clan? No, I don't have a clan. Me and Rocco made a clan, mm-hmm. but I don't know what happened the past couple days, but it's no longer a thing. But our clan was actually called Girls Only, and we're only going to be guys in that. It was going to be real funny. It was a choice. Nice. Uh, Bands only. <laughs> No, I think if I do make my own one, I don't even know if anyone will ever join it, but it would uh, definitely be Apex Casuals. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, no, nah, that's pretty much all I got for Apex. You know, th- yeah. th- things are looking good. Good stuff. Well, things, are, things are playing. They fucked up the battle pass. That's the thing that they did. Okay. So, uh, this is actually a pretty big thing. So, like, Reddit and Twitter bullied them into fixing it twice. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So, uh... Originally, they came out... The Battle Pass, you know, is, like, you can do, like, all these challenges, and then, like, when you get, like, a certain amount of damage or whatever, like, you'll move up in the Battle Pass or whatever. Shit like that. But, uh, they changed the whole system where it's, like, now when you do things, you get stars, and when you get ten stars, you get one Battle Pass. Mm-hmm. Like, level. But the thing is, like, the stars were, like, so you, uh, if you get 100,000 points of damage... Then you will get one star, Whoa. which that is a lot of damage. Or you know, it's like kill kill fifty people one one star. So pretty much, it's like do a million damage, and you get like because it takes ten stars to get up one level. Oh, and there's how many levels to the pass? A uh, hundred. Damn. But it's like, you know, they have all these things on, like, stars. And, like, some of them, you know, some of them, like, the harder ones are, like, at, like, you know, you'll get five stars for it. But pretty much ten stars equals one battle pass level. So if you're doing 100,000 damage damn, for one star. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So uh, Twitter and Reddit kind of fucking ripped them a new one. Yeah. So they cut everything back and they're like, all right, fine, fucking 
50,000 damage, and um, they're, I don't know if they've done it yet, but they're going to be re-rolling it out to where they have everything's. They're keeping the stars in there, mm-hmm. but they're setting everything pretty much to what like Season 6 was like. Like okay. all the challenges and stuff, which but reveals like, that we're now currently in season seven. Yeah, no, they tried. Uh, they 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 tried to do a bullying tactic. Whether it was a respawn or EA, yeah, you know, on their own, they pretty much tried that bullying tactic of let's really break it and then half break it, and people will be okay with it. But then people weren't okay with it, so give it like three more seasons and then give it another try. But like that was a, that that's an actual thing that like has transpired in the yeah. time that like we have not been podcasting. Mm. But, like, other than that... I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, other than that, what other games have I been playing? So, the new Pokemon DLC has dropped. I believe we talked a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Since then, I've done more. So, I've caught all of the Galarian birds. Oh. It has been a month since yes. we talked about any kind of Galarian anything. I, uh, I finished the, uh, the storyline parts of the DLC, which pretty much was... Um, Spoilers in three, two, one. So, I told you about like the the thing Calyrex that would like take control of the motherfucker, right? No. Did you? No. Maybe. Tell me again, one more time. So pretty much it starts off, and uh, there's a dad and a daughter, and they're like bickering back and forth, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So pretty much you're going on him with his like little like rendezvous or whatever. Because, like, his daughter's out and whatnot. So there's uh, Pokemon Calyrex, and it, like, uses him to, like, talk through. You, so, like, it'll be, like, him, yeah, like, you Yeah, know. you did tell me about this. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much what you do is uh, you find... What is it? Ultra Beast did that a little bit, too, right? Talked through they a vessel? Had, they, like, they, like, took over Lusamine yeah. a little bit. But, like, this one's, like, straight up, like, just aura around him. Just, like, head up, you know? Fucking yeah. head, like, hat, hat back and everything. It's weird. Whoa. But, uh... Hat backwards. Yeah. But pretty much what it was is, uh... So, you plant a... He's the... Calyrex is, like, the Pokemon. He's, like, the bountiful harvest Pokemon is what he is. He's a deer. He's got a big horn, and he's got, like, a big ball on top of his oh, horn. The legendary a crown. deer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, that that is him. He is, like... He's pretty much, like, a sock monkey with, like, a big old, like, fucking thing in between his horns. And he's got a cape. What? And, um... <laughs> He was apparently the king of the Galar region in the past. Kind of like how he's just well, Stantler. So like the dogs, yeah. like the legendary dogs, they were the champions in the past. Okay. Like they were the fucking the, the two knights that took out the darkest day or whatever the fuck the storyline was for Pokemon Sword. And um he was the king apparently in like lore wise. Whoa. But uh people don't remember him and there's not a lot of like you know, he's been he's been kinda lost the time. Okay, and like he wants, he wants you to like spread the word of his gospel and be like, hey, like he's still a thing. But he's sounds so, like Satan and Freddy. People, so people haven't been talking about him, so his power is low. Sounds a lot like Freddy. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he wants you to remind him, remind people what of his fear existence, so like? so he can use his power to become the uh, to like pretty much bring bountiful harvest to this like tundra, because okay. it's a crown tundra. And uh, what you do is uh. He uses all of his power to help you grow a carrot. And you can grow it in two different fields. Mm. This is a thing that I did not know because I didn't look anything into there. But mm. based on where you grow this carrot, you get two different carrots. You get uh. a... there's You can either plant it in a graveyard or you can plant it in the snow. Like in the snowy area. Nice. Based on which carrot you grow, he has two steeds. 
Oh, okay. Two different Pokemon that are steeds that he rides. So one of them is called Glasterior, and the other one is called Specterior, and it's a... Uh, Glasterior. Yeah, Glasterior. I have a, I actually have a picture. So this is Specterior. It's a ghost horse. It's cool. Its feet aren't connected because it's a ghost. Dang. And then Glasterior is this one, and that's uh, Ghost and Ice, <sighs> respectively. They're the new, they're new legendary Pokemon that they didn't tell anyone about. Those are really good. Yeah. I and, mean, for um, me, I, I am loving those, yeah. So pretty much, like, depending on which uh, which carrot you grow, whether it's Shadow Roots or the other one, they, that you, you lose, you, pretty much the story is that these horses like carrots, all right? Okay. And you lo- you use the carrot to lure them, and then that's when, like, you see them, like, running in the distance, and Calyrex is like, oh, my, my fucking, my brand, you know? Mm-hmm. From that commercial back in the day. Nobody has my brand. Oh my god. My brand. But, uh, no, you use that, and, uh, pretty much, based on whatever one you pick, you get, I believe it's, a Shadow Rider Calyrex, or, what is the other one called? The other one is called, I think it's Ice Rider Calyrex. Ice Rider. But literally, it's one Pokemon, it's Calyrex, and it changes his type from, uh... I believe he's just straight up psychic type. The horse just modifies him? He sits on the horse and you battle him. Oh, you have to fight him while he's on the horse? Yes. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. Are, are they two separate Pokemon? So they are two separate Pokemon, but they also... It's like a it's like how they did like Kiram. How like Kiram could have Kiram Black and Kiram White. Okay. How they're like a Pokemon fusion. Oh. This way is also a Pokemon fusion. So it's like there's hmm. Calyrex, there's Glasterior, and there's Specterior. And... Uh, Respect to here. I'm probably saying them wrong. No, it sounds right to me. Someone that's never read it. Yeah, there's there's probably some sort of horse reference in there that's like it's not superior. No, it looks like uh, superior. No, I think you're right, man. I think you're saying it right because it'd be like superior. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, it either changes his form into Ice Rider Calyrex or Shadow Rider Calyrex. That's cool. Which Did is you, uh, is that final boss for this kind of island? because so. What I'm, what I think is going to happen is I, I caught all the birds. So like I was saying last time, they, he gave you these little postcards that are like, these are your missions, and like once you do all these, like I don't know what the fuck happens next. But I got all the birds, so that postcard's done. I did the whole Calyrex bullshit, so that card is also done. So now I have to catch the Reggies. I found all the temples for all of the Reggies. I just the Reggies. Uh, I haven't decided if I want to try and like sh- uh, shiny hunt them or not. Oh man! So I so you had, haven't caught I, any of them. I haven't caught any of them oh, yet, okay, but yeah. I did find all of the temples and like you have to do like little things in front of it. Like I think one of them that I showed you was a. Uh, I didn't show you this one, but you had to whistle in front of the door and the door open. Okay. And then there's another one that was like, show me whatever whatever these Pokemon are, or like mm-hmm. something weird. Show me like show me an electric type Pokemon or some bullshit like that. But yeah, no, I still have to catch them. And then after that I'm pretty sure I get to do like a doubles world tournament. Not world tournament, but like doubles championship thing where I get to play doubles with another character. Cool. You excited for that? I mean, I'd, I'd like to play it. I need to catch the Pokemon, though. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's like... Eventually. Catching Pokemon is like one of the least things I do in a Pokemon game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember as a kid, I was always like, man, I must be doing it wrong because I don't catch them all. Yeah. Never. I don't know if I ever finished a Pokemon game with more than 50. You know how you always get would get things in the early ones? Probably in the, I don't know if they stopped doing that kind of... But yeah, it's like... 
there'd always be something for like having a hundred and for completing it. Yeah, no, like, and I think it's in like in yellow. It's like catch fifty Pokemon, you get the experience all. Right, right. You know, shit like that. I would get deep, but man, and unless and later ones like in like third gen, it's like if there wasn't something worth it later, I was definitely gonna bare minimum. It. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing, you know. It's like. What is it? Like, nowadays, like, the rewards are pretty much, like, these charms that you get. So, like, you get your national Pokedex done, and it'll be like, this is the oval charm. You know, you did this, and now fucking you get this charm that lets you, uh, like, hatch eggs faster. And then another one for, like, oh, you fill out the Pokedex. Like, here's the shiny charm, you know. Chances for shiny Pokemon appearing are cut down, you know. Oh, oh, you mean better odds? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice, man. You know, so it's so like... Worth it? It's pretty worth it. It's like when you're doing the... When I was doing the Masuda method, which is... Uh, for you, for those of you who don't know, Masuda method is uh, using two different Pokemon that are from different, like, regions. So, like, a Spanish Pokemon and an English Pokemon or a Japanese Pokemon and a Chinese Pokemon and breeding those two up, and it cuts your chances from 4,000 and fucking 83 down to like 1500 and then with a shiny charm For shiny. shuts shuts uh, that down that one down from uh 1000 like 1000 or like even like 500 like it's it cuts down the odds a lot no oh, wow so it like makes it better italian but... egg making yeah, no, that's that's, that's, that's spicy meat of all. That's, that's pretty much all I got for Pokemon. You know, I'm still playing it. Like I'm, I'm playing DL, this DLC more than the other one, and it brought me back to play like the other DLC to see where I wasn't at. I wasn't too far off, but there's things I still have to do in that DLC, so I'll probably get around to it. But other than that, that's all I got to talk about about Pokemon. That being said, other things I have played this what? time in gaming. What else have you played? So I started playing Diablo three. Oh man, on the Xbox. Yikes! And that's, How is that? It's right? been pretty fun. I, I'm enjoying it so far. It's um, it's definitely like a dun- dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. Create your character, one and of, kill the zombies. One of the greats. Yeah, sure. No, I'm definitely having a good time with you that. Playing on, oh, Xbox! You said right? Yeah, I was playing on Xbox. Nice. Things I have downloaded for the Xbox because I don't I don't have much to dive down into that because I'm still like in in like the beginning areas of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think my character's like level seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. New season starting soon, but uh, Whoa. no other things that I've been uh, downloading is R was were being being in has have had do does I don't know, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah. but uh, nah. So me and Kyle are downloading. He probably already has it downloaded, but uh, Destiny two, mm-hmm. and Uh-oh. I downloaded. I played like the first five seconds of it, and then. I didn't play it, and a new thing has came out. A new DLC pack has come out since I played that. So now it's like 62 gigabytes to play, and I'm like, well, shit. Yeah, it's tough. So it's gonna take forever to download that. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> but it's on the on the horizon. Yes, that Destiny is on 2. the horizon. Zero Dawn is Destiny Two and its new DLC. So I'm I'm working on trying to play that because of all the new EA games that have come out on the Game Pass. I download. I put in my queue because they're not downloading because they're all waiting for Destiny. But I put I put the Goose game on there. Oh, I put yeah. Skate Three on there. Oh, I yeah. put uh, what is it? Fucking Kingdom Hearts One and Two Remix or whatever. Oh, cool. That's on there. So I put that on there so I could play that. There's this game that's like downhill something or other that you're on a bike and you're going down a hill. 
Oh, th- was Kyle playing that? Maybe. Kyle was playing a weird downhill biking game for a while. Yeah, it might it might be that one, but yeah. I found that one on there. I'm downloading that. So there's a lot of good things on the Game Pass right now for someone who owns one Xbox game. Uh, I haven't played much No Man's Sky, if at all. Dude, sometimes I think... I still never finish Kingdom Hearts 3. I think about that sometimes. Me too. Sit, the the save there. file somewhere on my PlayStation. Somewhere. Because I'm like, man, I'm sure that... I never played... Um, so I never played Kingdom Hearts back in the day. This has been well documented in this podcast. But I did play the PS2 versions modern day. Like three years ago, whenever I started working on the whole damn series. Uh, like, I think... The most remastery ones I played are there's a PS3 uh, reloaded set or whatever yeah. remix set that comes with one that was actually on the PS3 and then some other stuff. Um, I think that's how I played the handheld card one. A chain of memory. Yeah, yeah. It was, so it was like rechain is what I played. Yeah, I still have chain of memory. But, if you want to play it on the Game Boy Advance? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but card, I th- card game. I think that. Man, I was, like, suffering through that at the end. Like, I was just, like, like knowing how it worked, but still there's points where you're just like, Cloud Strife, Cloud Strife, Cloud Strife. Uh, does that even make sense? I don't know. But it did at the time. <laughs> Three Cloud Strifes. Yeah. Sometimes I think about, I wonder... Because one is, honestly, now that so much time has passed, there's a lot to love about um, many of those games, you know what I mean? But... I wonder, the first one really doesn't have that many things wrong. Everything that could be a complaint about the first one is, like, if it had been made this gen, they wouldn't have done the camera like that, you know? Yeah. Or it, it kind of it kind of forces... I remember it was real weird to me, the first Kingdom Hearts, when I hopped into it. It kind of forces hot buttons on you as far as you using magic. And, like, once you get it, it feels good. But, like, initially I remember thinking it was real weird. And, and then I played fucking 400 hours of Kingdom Hearts games and it was all just fine. Yeah. You're playing that card game hoping you can get back to that weird fucking hot button. <laughs> uh, but yeah, besides like, and the camera, you know what I mean? So the camera in notably like Alice in Wonderland's world and um, Tarzan's world, it's kind of rough because it's real narrow and control is rough. But overall, man, I really like those games. What Legend says Trey is still on that Tarzan level trying to grab that vine. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I, I, like, understand. It's funny when you just, like... Episode 10. Just quit. Sometimes you just gotta quit. <laughs> Man. Yeah, so a lot of the... I mean, some of those boss fights are legit so good in that first game that, you know, they're gonna make me do it four times throughout the fucking series. Yeah. Uh, like, Jafar. Like, the amount of times I had to fucking not pay attention to Jafar because I'm looking to strike Iago. That fight and the Ursula fight... I think you hit at least three times if you play it all. Mostly because there's one towards the end where you kind of dip back into history, but it's all just excuses to whatever. Yeah. But that Ursula fight, the first time, talk about moments I had hard times with, like a lot of pushback. When I played that Ursula fight in one, uh, it beat my ass all day long. I don't know. That feels like you're like 80% deep in the game. If there's 10 bosses, it's like the eighth one. Those numbers aren't right, but you're pretty deep. Things have pushed you back before, but like... More than the final fights, I want to say. It's just, like, something about Ursula. It was just, like... So, like, how, how deep into it did you get for three? Um, did, you get, did you get to the pirates? No. No, I was, like, not far at all. I feel like I'm in the first or second world. Like, i tell you exactly what world I'm in, which is um, Toy Story. 
So I think it's like the first or second. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the first, man. But I was definitely, yeah, like the robot mechs in the Toy uh, Story. There was a, there, there, on the Frozen one, there's just a, a boss on there that was just kicking my ass for a while. Oh, Olympus is first, right? Yeah. God, man, I really should go back and play Kingdom Hearts 3. I just know that, like, it's always weird to hop back into. And this one, you're, like, running up the buildings and shit, running up walls. and Yeah. Great series, though. That being said, Dan. I'm sorry. You, you mentioned that you almost had it downloaded. And yeah, I got it's in the queue. Yeah. What have you played this extended period of time in gaming? Well, this extended period of time in gaming is brought to you by... Ooh, yeah! Super Caliente Chips. Dearborn, Michigan, 48265. Oh, come on down. This is Caliente Chips. It's my bet. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Nicholas Cartier. Uh, the final Caliente Chips in Michigan. So, <laughs> I played... I dipped back into... Just to barely mention this. I dipped back into Odyssey. I remember telling everyone that I was pretty much done, but I was actually... A brutal battle away, a few brutal battles, and then a mecha brutal battle away from being at the final Bowser fight, potentially. Uh, it's worth noting, though, because it's kind of a world away from each other. You do the brutal fight, and then you go to the moon. There might even be something after the moon, man. Bowser could keep running away, I don't know. But yeah. Officially made it to the moon. I think I got to the part where I triggered the sequence, though, but that might have been back in the samurai town. We might have already done that. Uh, but yeah. Moon is cool. I like it. Gravity is way different. Changes the, uh... It's, it's hard getting out of it because I, like... I played a lot of platformers right around that time. And, like, Odyssey's so good. But I remember liking Hat and Time's controls a little better. So I'm like... <laughs> my fingers are remembering them. I'm trying to remember how to, like, dive in Odyssey. You know, in the middle of a jump and shit. Like, yeah. You can know the triple jump forever. And the triple jump on the moon is hilarious, by the way. Uh, but yeah, trying to get back with the controls... Although, it's honestly, it's like, it's user-friendly enough with past knowledge of Mario games, slash, even hopping into those boss battles, it wasn't too, it wasn't too terrible, but yeah. it's really enjoying the moon, good stuff. Um, what I really played, majority of this time, I also played a little bit of the Arden DLC for Final Fantasy XV, uh, with Core, NPC named Core! <laughs> uh... But what I really dug into is, I think I had started this a month ago, maybe, when we last talked, because it was still October, but I said I was going to play Amnesia. I got the whole Amnesia collection on PS4, had it for a while. I think a new one is out now. But I didn't play that. I played PlayStation Plus exclusive, or <laughs> not, free, Vampire. Oh, yeah. And I finished Vampire. Nice. I put it in my library. Yeah! I gotta say that, as someone who is a fan of Don't Nod who's a fan of Life is Strange, and was excited for Vampire and then kind of passed on it. Uh, I underestimated this game and I slept on Vampire. It's not... Uh, how do I say this? There's parts of Vampire that are only okay. And you're either going to like them or not like them, like the combat. But... There's parts of Vampire that remind me of a similar feeling to when I was playing Maneater, where it's just like the shark RPG it has little things to it that, even if there's not much to it, and Maneater's ten hours, so it's far less than Vampire. Yeah. Uh, and no, no dialogue options really. 
But like, <laughs> there's some things that are satisfying to do as a shark, and those are mostly mechanical. Uh, there's some really satisfying things to do in Vampire, the Vampire RPG, which it's like, nominon people, yes. Both in both these things, you're nom you're nominon these people, but can you be invited into someone's house? One of the things that got Roger excited was how many of the vampire rules they worked in. Like, you have to be invited into someone's house, except for you do have, like, a mesmerize, like, a mesmerize level. Or it's, like, you can suck blood in battle when you're battling, like, humans and whatever. But to actually, like, get the XP and do, like, the true blood suck, and, like, you have to have a mesmerize level. Anywhere from 1 to 7, and then, like, different people. Once you hit something equal to their mesmerize level... You essentially get a dialogue option that's like, if they're, let's say they're at a door and they're like, you're like, hey, I'm a doctor investigating the plague. Yeah. Uh, they're like, it's too late. They're like, come back, come back tomorrow, which you're not gonna do because you're a vampire. You're gonna come back tomorrow night, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so eventually you'd be like, let me in, and they just like, yes. You know, what I mean, it's like that hypnosis yeah. uh, is interesting. One thing that Roger was hoping on, and I never got to tell him this was. Uh, he was, we were talking about some of the lost vampire things from, like, uh, early Bram Stoker stuff that, like, didn't carry over. Like, one thing I didn't know about is, uh, vampires can't cross over running water. Hmm. And he's like, let me know if that ever pops up. At the very fucking end of the game, you're in a totally different castle. It's, like, a separate area. It's like, hey, here's the final area. And, uh, a vampire you know lives there, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. find something that's, like, the note to the people when... They had their coffin delivered, which they were probably in, but it mentions that uh, it's, like, really sensitive to humidity and not to cross any rivers or bodies of water. I'm like, oh, shit, it did work, that old-ass rule. Yeah. There's a lot of great things into it. They explain things like garlic as uh, not being something that, like, they can't stand, but is basically, like... Um, it's more like washing your hands. You know what I mean? It's like a, or it's like, it's like a deterrent more than it's like... One of the most interesting things about Vampire is how they use holy symbols, something that notoriously in movies or lore you can see, like, it burn their skin. Different vampires react to holy symbols differently, and it's insinuated that it's actually a psychological thing for the vampire itself, that there's people who are like, I can totally enter... Hol I'm a vampire, I can totally enter holy spaces, I can look at the cross... There's one specifically who's a man of the cloth, yeah. and he's never deterred from any of that. But there's a great thing where there's, like, people you fight in the streets. Some of them are, like, pretty much, uh, picture the Emperor's Red Guards, but they have a cross. Yeah. <laughs> and when it looks at you, they can, like, do, like, a, not like a spell, but they can shine it on you. It's just this blinding light, and you start, it, like, sucks your stamina. It, like, takes the blood supply from you, which you need to use special moves. Yeah. There's a lot of great lore in this, but what I want to say is one of the things that was unexpectedly satisfying is it gives you four different cities, four different pieces of this map, and all these NPCs. As you unlock different things in dialogue with them and with others, and you learn about things, and you eavesdrop on conversations, and you find pieces of paper, and you find all these things, you learn things about them, and it makes their blood worth more experience. But it's not set up in a way where it's like... Cause you find out all this stuff for the people. Also, if you heal them, let's say they're fatigued or have a cold or whatever, you are a doctor in the middle of the epidemic. So you can still heal people if you want. Uh, hmm. It's funny how differently you can play, too. D'Angelo's healing no one. I'm RPing hard, healing everyone. For the XP, but you don't even get that much XP. I just want them to be healthy and happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
so all their everyone's bars are filling up, and you get everyone to max XP if you were to kill them. But that's if you were to kill them. This is not set up in a way necessarily where you have to or even should kill everyone. That even you can, even if just like my mesmerized level is two, I can kill five people here. It's like you can, especially if you have max XP for them. There's no real other reason to wait except for why kill them. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing is you upgrade at night, right? Everything you've killed, all the XP you've gotten at night, uh, you cash it in for how you know all the different skill trees, different abilities. Uh, but I love that there's such different builds. D'Angelo and myself were playing this at the same time, and there's two abilities I had that he didn't even have, let alone upgraded. And there's vice versa. You know, he had two things. There's something where you put a shadow at people's feet or at your own feet, and it's kind of an explosion. Yeah. And I never had that. Uh, and he never used the claws, which is like the quick swipe, which I fucking... It was one of my bread and butters. It was like my final death blow, the quickest like counter blow even sometimes. Yeah. And it only took like five seconds to cool down. You can play it so differently. Uh, I didn't do a pacifist run, but... This will probably be my most evil run, and I only blacked out one of the areas. Because sometimes areas, they have like a stability level as people are sick. They also have a cornerstone, or like a, a pillar of the community. Mm-hmm. And for each of those four things, you have to make a decision on that pillar at different parts of the story. Yeah. So, uh, and it's always, obviously, like, don't nod. It's not black and white. There's always fucking things of gray and these people even even so even if you find out this person is the worst person in the world like the community sometimes doesn't recover and like seven people will die and you'll lose those fucking storylines and their items and everything because it was already unstable when you killed the pillar yeah so it's really interesting cartier some little things i want to give you uh if if you don't want spoilers not that i'm a spoiler hard but if you want any spoilers uh turn away now there's I want to talk about some of the darkest moments in this uh, and some of the more interesting moments. There's a, a militia. There's a great hunt happening with this, like, militia group. It's very... It very All this hits home, man. All this shit on the walls is about quarantines. It's about epidemics. There's militias in the streets with guns knocking on doors. Not that that's happening. The knocking on doors part. Yeah. But it's very interesting. Uh... The leader of this militia is named McCullum, and you kind of see him a few times throughout the story, but there's a point where you see him talking to the main doctor that has helped you and given you a job. Because mm-hmm. uh, essentially, you wake up in a plague body pit, mass grave, blinded by blood, this dog farted, blinded by your bloodlust, <laughs> you kill the first person you see, that's your sister. That's the opening to the game. Uh, some other things happen, and eventually you're in a situation that's fucked, and a doctor rolls up in a boat, and he's like, you better hop in. Hey, he knows you because you're a real famous doctor. You're not just a doctor in the epidemic. You are a doctor known for blood transfusions. Interesting. Uh, Experimental, but it proved to help uh, fight the Spanish flu back in the day. But this this is no Spanish flu. Uh, So, McCollum... McCollum, the militia guy, he sees you and knows you're a vampire when you walk into Swansea's office. That's the name of the doctor. And that's one of the first times you really see him. He pops up other times. Uh, 
but he hates vampires. He's the leader of vampire killers, and there are some NPCs in this game who are vampire killers who I still like. Like, there's one guy who goes solo. He's, like, a detective. But even though he's fought vampires, you can't tell you're one, which is great because you look like shit at parts of this game. <laughs> uh, but I love that guy. I was never going to kill him. Yeah. But um, McCollum was one of those people where you do have to make a decision, like the pillars, but he isn't a pillar of the community. But there's a part late in the game where there's a boss fight, and there's a lot of interesting things about this, so that's why I bring it up right here. But it's super spoilery. He takes out a flask when you go to fight him and drinks what he says is the blood of King Arthur. Not insinuating that King Arthur is a vampire, insinuating that King Arthur was the old ancient leader of these vampire killers. So the strength that he's going to get from King Arthur's blood is stronger than any fucking vampire. Is his crazy insinuation. You beat the fucking shit out of him. Uh... And he's sitting on the ground, and usually you have three options. You have two options. He's like, listen, motherfucker, because immediately once you have him down, you still are trying to fucking, like, convince him that you're on the same side, even though you're a vampire. You're trying to fight this epidemic, Uh, which has happened a few times. Sometimes you get people to understand your point of view, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, listen, cut the shit. Like, you're never going to fucking turn me to your way of thinking. You might as well fucking kill me. And then he's like, you'll never see my side. Uh, your options are not to kill him. This is interesting for a few reasons. Your two options are to spare him or to turn him into a vampire. People are going to note online, I read this afterwards, people think there's insinuations that King Arthur is a vampire, and the second he drinks that blood, he unknowingly just drank vampire blood, and he's going to turn no matter what you do, and McCollum is the star of vampire. Vampire 2. <laughs> that's, the, that's the idea, right? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing this super, like, not a pacifist run, but I love the middle-of-the-road run, where I make decisions based on what I think the character would actually do. Yeah. But I did, I kind of did the heavy rain thing, where I got off the rails at the end, and started getting a little more evil. Like, because what happened with McCollum is easily what I think is the darkest moment of this fucking game, which is, I am like, I'm going to fucking turn him. Uh, but the idea that you can't kill him there, that is one of the things that fuels people to be like, that's because he's a vampire. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just kill him by sucking his blood because he's fucking, he just became a vampire. Hmm. So I, I decided to force turn him. <laughs> Which, you've seen people turn, it's a lot like Interview with a Vampire, the very beginning, Tom Cruise fucking cuts his wrist a little bit and you know lets him suck the fucking blood. Uh, the dilk. And then... <laughs> Cartier, not the Dilk. So, you don't do that. That happens earlier in the game when you see people turned, blah, blah, blah. No, no. You hold his head and forcefully vomit blood into his fucking mouth. Cartier, that's the darkest fucking moment in the game. And when you see McCollum later, he's accepted you as his master. He's accepted you as his progeny, or that you that he is your progeny a little bit. Seemingly, he's okay with it. He also considers himself now the fucking greatest vampire hunter of all time. And he does seem to have a little bit of hate in his heart for you. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some interesting things. That was that was one of the darkest moments. I wanted to talk about that. There's a lady who has um, dementia. And her son has died. You find the son's body. Uh, the son died because he, 
he uh, a gang a gang thought that he killed a gang member, but he was taking the fall for one of his friends. Blah blah blah. There's a whole bunch of other NPCs involved in that. But outside her door is uh, Martin Nightingale, who's a young man, a shopkeep, and he uh, is taking advantage of this woman with dementia, pretending to be the son. Uh, he's like giving her broken watches and coming back the next day and be like, "Oh my God, you broke that watch I gave you." It's like, well, in that case, it's not twelve dollars. Just give me the eight dollars every day doing the same shit and you feel for and you're like maybe I put this lady out of her misery what happens I looked it up it's like Martin Gale takes over the house he finds the body takes over the house and acts like she died of natural causes I'm like oh well, fuck no because <laughs> yeah. uh, that was one of those ones I'm like I actually want to look up the options here for like what's actually happening eventually you're further along and you help these sisters you help them get money back that someone stole. Like, she gets fired from a union because they stole the money. They don't believe her. You help her get the money back, and this old cratchety sister finally is nice to you. He's like, like, hell, I'm giving this to the fucking union, though. I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. She's like, oh, you know who I'll give it to? That old lady. Like, she was always so nice to me, blah, blah, blah pillar of the community back in the day. And you know that she's just siphoning her money to that shitty fucking kid, so I killed that fucking kid. And then she thinks that you're her son, and then it leads to some heartwarming moments. Aww. And I bring it up because one of the realest... Man, like, there's so many little things uh, in the story that, like, hit me right. So you find a, a letter from the son to his mom explaining that he's probably going to die, that this probably situation. And, like, even though... There's times when you talk to her and you do try to explain to her that you're not her son. Uh, one of those times it leads to you reading the letter to her. Oh my god, Cartier. That was fucking insane. That was like, wow. I'm so glad I came back to this. Because one of the differences between me and D'Angelo, he was enjoying this, but he wasn't fucking loving the story. So he's killing groups of people. I definitely was like, I want to kill one, one of these people that are closely connected and see what happens to the other person. Sometimes they go crazy and they turn into a beast. Sometimes they disappear and you're like, oops, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Uh, sometimes it was smarter to have killed the two people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but God, no, that was so good. Uh, that, but that's definitely one of the darker moments too, for sure. That whole thing is real dark. Mm-hmm. Um, Cartier, honestly... I think it was, like, the decision-making, like, the manipulation, the actually, like, seeing how things are affected. That was, like, my favorite part of this game. Like, I understand uh, that the idea that it's made by people that life is strange already makes you think, like, oh, it's a story. This one isn't even as story-heavy, but its story is fucking... is very solid. Uh, fuck, man. Uh final spoiler I'll give you is uh, you find out that Swansea the doctor that's helped you the, mo- the most and I was like I'm never gonna fucking kill Swansea Swansea doesn't even he's at full XP the whole time you have to wait till the end of the game to kill him anyways just cause his mesmerized level is so high but uh you uh I'm like I'm never gonna kill Swansea he helped me the most he's weirdly obsessed with vampires but he's obsessed or, but he's part of an old ancient group blah 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 yeah. you find out uh, that Swansea, who is helping uh, an old female vampire, that's your friend, an old royal vampire, uh, she only sucks blood from the people that are about to die, but he also helps her with blood transfusions, so she doesn't have to suck blood at all. Yeah. Uh, but he stole some of her blood during those transfusions and tried to cure the pandemic, the epidemic with it. 
and he led to some crazy mutant fucking one huge arm <laughs> fucking uh, variation. He literally led to a more dangerous variation of uh, this is no flu to the flu. And at that point, you know what I mean? When you come to Swansea, it's like this. He's dying already. It's like, kill him faster, let him die slowly, turn him into a vampire, and save his life. And I fucking killed him faster. Because he had fucked us over, and I did not think when I got to that moment that I was going to kill him, Cartier. I think that if I'd known that was a choice back then, I'd have been like, oh, I'm definitely turning him into a vampire. Yeah. Very interesting. When you go to, I guess it's kind of mercy killing him. When you go to kill him, he's like, he's like, by the way, it's like, I'm not upset about I'm not, I was like, I don't protest this. It's like, you biting me right now. It's like, I always wondered if it hurts. It's like, does it hurt? I always wonder if it hurts. And then he fucking screams. Uh, so it hurts. Cartier, Vampire was so good. I don't want to tell you about the, <laughs> the ending, but man, overall, very good. Um, the setting is good. I enjoyed the combat. I think that I'm interested in a pacifist run because you get so powerful at a point, you really are pretty OP. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Great characters. I hope there is a second one. That's why I think I slept on it. Because I finished it and I was like, fuck, I hope they do a second one. That's not what I was thinking about Vampire. I probably thought Vampire was definitely a one-off. It probably is a one-off. Yeah. But I would even, man, 100-hour Vampire. I would have played. I think it took me 30 over overall. That's not bad. Good shit, Cartier. I'm sorry I ranted for a long time. That's because that is all I really played this I mean, month. That's good. In gaming, Vampire. No, I definitely. My um, you might have definitely just sold me on actually, like giving it a try and playing it. You know what sold me on it? I mean, I was like, always, I, I don't, I don't, I don't play video games. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was also. I mean, I've been interested since they first talked about it, but it was seeing D'Angelo playing it, seeing the screen for one of the areas, one of the four areas, and all the people's faces. With like their XP, like how much XP they're worth currently, and fucking, then he clicks on it, and they only have more than like four or five hints, like big piece of information about their life you need. Some only have three, two, but uh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah, nah, I fucking, <laughs> I need to play. Vampire <laughs> looks real good. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of talking to people for sure. There's a lot of shenanigans. Yeah. Um. Oh, good times. Uh, good times, Cartier. That's a pair of times. Good you. times in Great Lakes. Good times, great memories. Well, Cartier, like I said, that's about all I got this week in gaming. Um, Olivia, you play anything this week in gaming? Uh... We got a dog. <laughs> got a dog this week, so that's pretty much the main reason I haven't even... Down, purchased and downloaded Yakuza because yeah. yeah I've been looking forward to it but we have a dog and it's been taken up some time some attention uh, I do feel like there was maybe something else I tried on mobile this week in gaming randomly but but that might be for another time I don't know why I thought I'd download something new and was playing it I'm looking currently maybe it was dog identifier where you identify dog breeds based off of pictures. Doggo. Doggo identifier. Uh, but yeah, no. Looking forward to the next gen cartier. Looking forward to Yakuza. A lot of great stuff coming. Check out No Save Point by Run the Jewels. 
of the Cyberpunk 2077 soundtrack <laughs> if you're looking for a Cyberpunk holdover. Uh, or if you're not, Bug Snacks outright knows your two options. Check out that song. I mean, there's another option. They can totally uh, go on Xbox and download the game. Uh, I believe it's called Cyber Cybercloud. <laughs> Cyber Cloud. It's like an 8-bit Cyberpunk universe fucking video game. Me and Kyle yes. watched the trailer for it. When I was over at his house the other day, we watched a lot of trailers for a lot of different video games. Oh, nice. Anything upcoming good you saw? Uh, one of the things that does look really cool that's already out is uh, Squadrons. So we were Rogue? watching... Yeah, Rogue oh, Squadron. Yeah. So we were uh, we were watching some of like, the videos from that, and honestly, like me and him were talking about it, and I think it looks really, really cool, and the only way that we would play it is in VR. I think that's the only way to play that game. Is it going to be... It is. Okay, I thought so, yeah. 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 Uh, we, were, we, we were watching on Xbox... Right. But I'm pretty sure it's VR. I'm pretty sure it's on PlayStation VR. I wonder if it's already out, Squadrons, and if I it is... Think, I think it just dropped. I wonder if the VR shit's already out. Hopefully. Because... So like, I think the only way I would play that game is in VR. I don't think I'd have fun of it, because, like, I've never been big on, like, Star Fox, you know? Yeah. And, like, the one Star Fox I liked is the one that was most like a Zelda. A Star Fox Adventure for the GameCube. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. They... Dinosaur Island. That's what it was supposed to be. And then they shaped into a Starbucks game. This week in trivia. This week in trivia. So, uh, man, also worth worth noting, Sony recently was like, if you're waiting for PSVR 2, stop asking me that for years. Like, they fucking pumped the brakes you, so hard. Did you see the tweets for in between the companies for when the consoles like released and everything? Oh, supporting each yeah, other. Yeah, they were so wholesome. That was nice. Yeah, they did support each other. Great lunch. Like, hey, we both made millions this week. Yeah. Good job. No, it's nice to see, for sure. Fucking. Very wholesome. Phil, Phil Spencer got a lot of love. Like, of all the th- yeah, no, of all the things we've talked about this week, fucking, what, like, wrestling company? Like, what gaming console? Of all the things to separate people and make them angry online? Don't they know that no in, safe? In, in November, in an election year, I mean, just video game companies coming together and being wholesome is nice. Still hasn't conceded. Fucking <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> this week in gaming. This year in gaming. Cartier, I would like to thank you for coming here today. Me too. It's a. Uh, it's definitely been a few weeks. Like it's been a long few weeks, but in between, like everything going on. Oh yeah, bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. Also, your car malfunction yeah, no, at car, the junction. Car, car had a transmission malfunction. Mm-hmm. You know, a fa- family member passed away. Mm-hmm. COVID-related thing, not the passing away of that, but, like, other unrelated COVID-related things. It's just, like, it's been a hell of a couple weeks, man. Yo. It's been a hell of a year, but it's been a hell of a couple weeks. Uh, there was, it was, like, uh, man, it was, it felt like Halloween, the election, uh, birthday. Felt like that all happened at once. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a week, uh. All blended together into one no, delicious drink. Busy. But no, I'm uh, I'm definitely glad that we're uh, back on the back on the podcast track, back in the saddle again. Ah, oh, yeah. If you are looking for a little bit more of that sweet, sweet goodness, YouTube.com/backslash/litmitmedia. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A uh, is where you can find some past episodes of the podcast. Not really there. You'll find some clips. You will find some of the other content that you won't find on this podcast feed, such as. Uh, talking at length about Waldo games or other super forgotten Super Nintendo games. You can see definitely uh, a deeper dive into a lot of Apex things. Cartier will tell you about 
lore. There's some lore videos out there worth checking out. Uh, some comments on those lore videos say things such as, damn, this channel's fucking underrated, subscribed. That's what Cartier's doing with lore videos. He's putting it out there, and motherfuckers are seeing it like, oh. Man, fucking lore videos. Uh, a bunch of other shit. What else have we, what else have we fucking done? What's we, got, we got glitches. We Looking got, for uh, some YouTube poop-based things. Yeah. They exist. Possibly an all-state commercial set to Katamari music. I wonder if me, someone already me did boy it. Horror, me Boy Forever. Right. <laughs> All that and more. Uh, for the actual podcast, you know, available however you listen to it now. How else can they hear it, Cartier? They can hear it by watching the... the I was going to say something about uh, the 10-hour loop of Bubblegum Guardian. That doesn't exist yet. But uh, 100K, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, um, they can pretty much find us on Spotify. They can find us at the Google Play Store. They can find them on uh, Apple Podcasts, most likely on iTunes. You know, Stitcher, Castro. Uh, we do have a YouTube. We talked about that. We have a Twitter. Um you can check that out. We post on there sometimes. Like the Twitter, we're not that active. If you want to reach out on Twitter, feel free to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Slide into those DMs. You can. Mm-hmm. Also, litmitmedia at gmail.com. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. Don't slide into the DMs like that. I'm sorry. I should put forth that proclamation. Um, but no, it, but in the email, get as weird as you want. Yeah, as weird as you want, for sure. I'm talking about... Pictures of Trey as a clown. Fan art of my dog that you guys don't know what it looks like, but just a cute dog. A cute, a cute fucking dog. I'm sure we'll be right. Uh, well, so that, I think that's all we got. I mean, you write <laughs> as a haiku. There's a Facebook. You can probably find it on Facebook. All that stuff and more. Um, Cartier, any final thoughts? Any final parting thoughts in this... In the sweet November wind. I mean, I guess uh, make it a make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. What about that Star Trek open we didn't even talk about? I know, right? We don't even watch Star Trek. That's the funniest part. I thought about bringing it up at some point. And I was like, ah, nights. As an Easter egg for anyone that kept listening past the end of the theme song. No, you're excited, I know. You're excited, I know. I have one more question. What up? Does Elden Ring shadow drop this year? Does Elden Ring come out before the end of 2020? This year? Yeah. Oh, shit. From Software Loves March, but... Phil Spencer said he's played, and I quote, quite a bit. I think so. Yeah, I'll go with you. Comes out. That's a hot take. Sit, radar, sit. Good boy.